0: Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Mercury and yellow Gatorade is over, um, and I'm a little bit upset about it because I didn't have all of my problems solved once it ended like I was planning on, but that's fine. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. And yeah, it's spelled with an F. And I'm talking to the lady at the bank this morning who told me she's never seen such an unusual spelling of the name Sophia before. Ma'am, have you ever traveled outside of Utah? Okay, then. We are joined by my producer, Alex. Hi. Hi, Sophia. Hi, guys. Hi, Alex. How are you? You're glowing. Thank you. Okay, guys, so here's the tea. Here's my update. I am one week sober. I have decided that I'm going to cut out alcohol for a minute. And I wish I could say it's because I'm on some like health and wellness train, but it's not. It's for absolutely superficial, vapid reasons. And it's because I have a shoot in LA coming up in two weeks where all the fucking hottest bitches in the entire world all live. I could never live there because, yeah, I'm insecure and I need to look hot, basically. But I went 50 days sober recently, like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, it was supposed to be 30 days. I wanted to just do like a reset and then it felt so good. It ended up turning into 50. It was amazing. Did you notice anything different about me, Alex, at that time? Uh, You had way less mental breakdowns than usual. Okay, that's actually very true. Did you notice anything else? What, you were happier, maybe? Any physical differences? Did you notice anything about me physically? Do you
1: just want to text me what you want me to say? (laughs) Because obviously you're waiting for me to say something about your body or something. I, I don't know. Tell me
0: let us know. Alex is the wrong person to ask. You wouldn't notice if I didn't show up to work for a month. So I don't even know why I'm asking (laughs) you. That's true. Okay. I will tell you guys what happened when I cut out alcohol from my experience. And yeah, let's start with how it made me hotter. My skin. I can't even explain it. I no longer looked like a customer in a proactive infomercial from like 2009. I started being a bitch to people because they just like couldn't compete with my complexion. I looked like Zeus. Is it Zeus? Is that the god in the skies? Hello. It looked like I had just, I looked like a golden goddess. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that my skin was even an issue until I saw that potential ignorance is bliss. Like now I kind of almost wish I never went sober, but my skin, like I had multiple people comment on it. Alex was not one of them. It was glowing. It was bright. I looked younger, less haggard. Eyes were just less sunken in my under eye bags, which is like a problem area, way less noticeable. Like my bags went from Tory Birch to Chanel, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then the other thing I noticed is my stomach, because I have always just carried like a little pouch, a pouch, a pouch, a kangaroo pouch, kind of a pooch. Okay. It was a little lower belly fat that I was carrying around. Jesus H. Christ. (laughs) I feel like I can never say I have any fat on my body because like people rip me apart. Yeah, me included. Yeah, actually. It's called skinny fat. Thank you. But I thought it was just genetics. It completely disappeared when I cut out alcohol. And then there's the mental health benefits, which is probably what I should have (laughs) let off with. Like Alex said, way less mental breakdowns because I am like an emotional ass bitch. Yes. I'm a cancer. Cancer rising sun. Is that what it is?
1: No. I'm I'm a a double cancer too. I'm a double cancer too. What? You're a
0: double cancer? Damn. I'm a cancer. Doesn't matter. You doesn't fucking seem like it. Whatever. I was much more stable. I wouldn't get viscerally upset if my package that I paid for overnight shipping didn't show up in the mail. I could handle stressful or sad situations just more calmly. And I just felt level-headed. I didn't have any brain fog. My relationships were better. Really? I mean, not ours, but well, with everyone else. You know what? Maybe I should <laughs> stop drinking too then. Yeah, I think that was the issue. But like, My relationship with my boyfriend, we got way closer and we just connected on a deeper level because I think alcohol, like it's kind of just like this constant numbing thing that you're in. So guys, anyways, and yes, I was less anxious and less depressed. Absolutely. So I highly recommend giving your liver a break every now and then. It's life changing. But let's get into the episode because I have a little PSA. There is a new sheriff in town and her name is Ella. <laughs> the Ella pill. Not to be confused with Molly, Ella is not a party drug. Mm, I guess technically. I mean, technically you might take this after a long night of partying and bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. But no, it seriously, it makes me want to go be a whore and have four guys come in me oh. just so I can use it. Okay. <laughs> because it's just, I love everything about it. By the way, this is not an ad. No, it just sounds like one. No, that <laughs> that absolutely sounded like I was fucking pitching this shit. This is not an ad. I wish it was because I'm giving them way too much free promotion, but whatever. I want the sleuths to know what's up. They're not paying me for this why is it better than plan B? Okay. A couple things. Plan B has to be taken within three days of unprotected sex. I actually love when they say unprotected sex, like wh- call it what it is. Your pussy was too good and too wet and too tight and his pullout game was weak. <laughs> it wasn't some unprotected sex. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about plan B that i can't stand is I'm sure we've all read the label. I like to read it every single time I've taken it. Like I haven't taken it 78 times where it says that every day that goes by, it loses its effectiveness, which basically means for the next three days, you feel like you're in a race against time. Yeah, you really do. It's the most nerve wracking. Like every hour that goes by, you're like, Oh, shit. Like, I want to prevent this thing, but James would be a cute name for a boy. Like, I just got to face reality. Like, it's a mind fuck. Yeah. So, with the Ella Pill, you get a five-day window, and the effectiveness doesn't change. Hello? Do you know how life-changing that is? Groundbreaking. I mean life-changing especially for that embryo (laughs) especially for that kid that will never be but it's like thank you ella for not making it so that i don't have debilitating anxiety every time i look at the clock counting down the minutes we live busy lives and sometimes three days just does not cut it no And if you're listening to this, wondering why three days isn't enough time, then you don't have a vagina and you are a man and you are eavesdropping on a (laughs) private conversation with me and my girlfriends. And you can kindly call me back when you have been the one under this pressure. Mm -hmm. My body, my choice. Thank you. Exactly. So what's the other great thing about it, Alex?
1: Ella doesn't lose its effectiveness after you reach a certain weight.
0: Yeah. I was today years old when I found out plan B doesn't really work if you're over a certain weight. What is 155 pounds, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Plan B, you are now plan C. (laughs) Take your fat phobia elsewhere. We don't (laughs) fucking want you. (laughs) Okay, I need to relax. Yeah. Uh, Okay, who do I think I am? I am not a doctor. Nope. And I am sure there is a very valid reason as to why there was a weight limit, but it's just like, do better. I absolutely just put the nail in the coffin with plan B, huh? (laughs) Yep. Like I just ruin any chance of working with them in the future. But I speak the truth and from the heart and take this mic away from me the day I don't do that. Oh, the other thing, you guys, it costs about the same as plan B. Unless you have insurance, which I don't. Shout out United States of America healthcare system. Lie last. Love you like a sister. You suck. I just, I like having options and I like my sleuths to have options. Yes. So I wanted to share this immediately. So get out there and make your drive to Planned Parenthood worth it. You better be having the best sex ever or a lot of it. And every single guy is allowed to come in you because you're going to get the Ella pill. Happy <laughs> fucking. Happy fucking and sucking, sluts. Lie last. Love you like a sister. You suck. It's just like, do better. And with that... Welcome to SLU University. For today's lecture, I will not be discussing dating or sex. Shocking, I know. (laughs) I'm a big holiday person. I get excited for every single holiday, and Halloween is no exception, so let's talk because in girl world, Halloween is the one day a year when a girl can dress up like a total slut <laughs> and no other girls can say anything else about it. Love it. I'm sorry. Why do I know that from memory? I don't fucking know. But if I'm starting off with a Mean Girls quote, you know this shit is about to be good. Mm-hmm. So, sluts, we're talking about Halloween, slootween, spooky season. Slooty
1: season.
0: Slooty season. Why didn't I fucking think of that? Actually, don't answer that, Alex. Halloween. Let's talk about it. There's a lot of cringy shit I see around this time of year. There are just some super basic costumes that I think should be avoided at all costs. And the fucking preparation that goes into a costume, not to mention figuring out your plans for the weekend. I am the worst with this shit. Alex, you know what you're going to do for Halloween? Yep. You have a, parties back to back? Yes. Do you have a party on Sunday, which is actually Halloween? Yes. Ooh, to be 25 again.
1: 24. <laughs> Are you going to do anything? You don't have friends, do you?
0: I actually have a lot of fucking friends. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Never um, met one of them. Well, because I don't want to bring you around then. Why the fuck would I? <laughs> no, I, I think I am going to force myself to go out. But I do love being at home and watching a scary movie and... Handing out spoonfuls of Nutella to (laughs) trick-or-treaters. You guys, I was like, there was literally one year I ran out of candy and I was like, mom, like, let's just like get plastic spoons and just get a scoop of Nutella and hand them out. Imagine they had like a nut allergy. (laughs) Can you imagine why I used the same spoon? I'm like, okay, Superman, you have some, dip it back in. That is not what we're talking about today, thank you. I am the absolute worst when it comes to Halloween in terms of costume and plans. Last minute costume, check. Complete costume, malfunction, check. One year I had a piece of cloth that I super glued together earlier in the night and it ripped in the middle of the party, but I was too drunk to do anything about it. So every single person saw my vagina for the remainder of the night. What the fuck was your costume? You're just wearing a loincloth? Oh my God, I was like a Flintstones character. Oh, okay. But a very X-rated porno version. <laughs> my flaps were like like longer than the fucking piece of cloth. But that's a story <laughs> oh for God. another time. We learn from our mistakes, I'm here to help you guys. Costume do's and don'ts. Let's fucking go. I am sorry to break your fragile little hearts with this one, but please stop trying to recreate and replicate whatever the Kardashian Jenners did last year. They get those costumes professionally made months in advance from, you know, the top designers in the fucking world. So Fashion Nova's rendition that they're selling a year later is just like not going to fucking cut it. Okay, well
1: good thing my $200 Kylie-inspired Christina Aguilera <laughs> costume literally just came in the mail yesterday. Great. <gasps> you could have told me this like a week ago. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, you sent me a picture of you in it. Such a fucking bitch. Well, this segment is for you, too, then, Alex. Great, thank you. You know, it's just like I have your best interest at heart. Okay, the next thing. The Victoria's Secret angel costume. I swear, if one of your fucking makeshift wings knocks my drink over at a party, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to steal your wings. I'm going to hide them when you're not looking. And you can go fucking look and search around the house. Adriana Lima. (laughs) And I'm speaking from experience, though. I one time wore gigantic gigantic black feathered wings to a nightclub in Las Vegas. Oh my God. Like a fucking idiot. I was smacking everyone across the face and I ended up taking them off like 20 minutes into the night and ended up rocking the girl just wearing lingerie to be a slut costume. (laughs) Any costume that requires a six foot range of clear space around you is an absolute no go. And chances are you don't give a fuck about social distancing. Because I'm sure you're on the prowl for dick that night. So that's not a fucking excuse. Mm-hmm. I'm on to you. Next, don't... I think this is my favorite one. Okay. Don't dress with the trends. Don't try to keep up with whatever fucking character and whatever book or show is cool. I remember when the movie Suicide Squad was released. Oh my God. And that Halloween there were about five Harley Quinns that showed up to the party I was at. Five. And don't get me started on squid game jumpsuits. (laughs) I would rather you go with Squidward. Honestly, like it's it's just don't do it. Why would you want to show up somewhere and seven other people have your costume? Yeah, because then it turns into a who are it better? Kind oh,
1: yeah. It's a
0: competition,
1: an actual squid game.
0: Oh, okay. exactly. What else is a no go? Mm, the sexy football or baseball player. <laughs> I've never liked this one. You put, you know, your eye black on and you put it on at 7 p.m. And it's dripping down your face by 10 p.m. Like, you just got throat fucked for 45 minutes and you look like a disaster. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then the borrowed shoulder pads. No. The borrowed shoulder pads and the borrowed jersey. And then they tie it into a crop top. Nope. uh uh-uh. Like, that makes the situation any better. No. Girl, mm -mm. we see that you like borrowed that from James over at Delta Gamma Chi and it still smells like Natty Light, girlfriend. ball sack. Yes. But props for actually wearing a costume. I'll give you that because what I've noticed recently, it is now acceptable to pay $500 to just sit in a makeup chair for three hours, have your face professionally painted like a skeleton, and then you just throw on jeans and a t-shirt and call it good. Yes. Excuse me? This isn't the state fair, okay? (laughs) We're not at a six-year-old's birthday party, okay? It's Halloween. You need to dress up and grow up. Oh my God. I sound like such a Debbie Downer. But you know what? It's Halloween-y and you guys need to come correct, especially at our big age. And just because I'm shitting on these costumes, let me make this very clear, does not mean you have to spend $1,000 on some elaborate bullshit. You can just be cute and you can be original and not break the bank. Wow. I want to move on to the dues. Almost. Because (laughs) I have... The biggest don't of all, it is a costume you can't escape from, (laughs) which is being an insecure, hating ass bitch and trying to make the half naked girl at the party feel bad. Going up to her every 20 minutes asking, wait, what are you again? I still don't get it. Don't be this hoe. Just don't do it. Because just because you didn't want to show your tits and ass off doesn't mean the rest of us need to act accordingly. No one has to explain their costume to you. Okay? If you don't understand my thong and nipple tassel (laughs) costume, that's on you, baby girl. Okay, I need to like, let's go, let's go positive. Let's let's move on to the things you should do, shall we? The do's. I think. You should dress basic, but classic. Rock the leotard with any type of animal ears. I know some people shit on this and some people argue the Playboy bunny theme is overdone. Kendra Wilkinson is over it. But I think as long as you pair some fucking cat ears with something flattering for your body, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm but your boyfriend dressing up as Hugh Hefner in a cheap velvet robe and for the loom boxers, no, nope, not going to fly. That one, no. Or another option, and this is, like, if you're last minute like I am. I've always wanted to do this, but I just haven't had a chance. Dress in lingerie and then pair it with a horrifying mask. Yes. Like Bane from Batman. I think that mask is so sick. I want to, like, pair that with fucking... A bra and panties.
1: Yeah, I actually did that once, but with a mask from, like, the movie The Purge. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. See, I feel like there's something sexy about, like, hi, my face says Joker, like, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And then my body says, but you won't be able to resist. Uh-huh. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you do end up taking the mask off, and then you just have to, like, physically hold it up for everyone so they don't annoy you with questions. Yeah. But it's also a great way to be antisocial. Ooh, yeah. Dude, if you put that on, you're not going to have that many people coming up to you probably. Okay, another do. Embrace not dressing like a slut. There is so much pressure to dress slutty, but I promise you slutty girls on Halloween are a dime a dozen. Dress in whatever matches your fucking personality. I actually didn't dress slutty last year, believe it or
1: not. Uh Yes, I know it's hard to believe, but I wasn't slutty and I dressed up as Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. I'm sorry, who? Oh my God. The main <laughs> character, he's the main character, the main Pokemon trainer.
0: Okay, got it. Okay, I love that. And another reason that I love that, that's another one of my dues is I love when women dress up as a powerful man a little role reversal. I saw this girl dress up as, oh my God, what was it? Um, Carl Lagerfeld once. Oh, I love that. And I thought it was so dope. Like it, it was so cool. I really, really want to do that. Yeah. Dress up as someone that's not transparently sexy. That's another do. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of respect for women who dress smart instead of slew. Nothing against dressing slutish. Hi, it's me talking, obviously, but it is refreshing to see an Amelia Earhart running around a party. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? Yes. I just assume that that girl has read a book before, is what I think. <laughs> okay. Not saying if you dress slutty, you're not smart. I feel like I can't say anything this day and age. God damn. Okay, this is my absolute favorite thing about Halloween. What? This has nothing. I mean, it does have to do with costumes. I'm scared. Is watching fights ensue. You are like sitting there at the party and there's either a girl who got too drunk and is yelling at her boyfriend or there's two bitches who are like throwing down and all of a sudden, it's Lil Bo Peep versus Polly D from Jersey Shore, <laughs> like, fucking yelling at each other. It's the most fantastic
1: thing to watch on planet Earth. Dude, I've been in that situation probably every single Halloween when I've had a boyfriend. So, <laughs> it is fucking hilarious. Tell me one example of what you were dressed
0: as and what he was. He was a sandwich and I was a schoolgirl. So what? There's like a sandwich, like screaming with a schoolgirl? <laughs> yeah. Oh Dude, that reminds me of that scene from Sex in the City. If you know, you know. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, in all seriousness, take everything that I say with a grain of salt because— this is all coming from a girl who's trying to dress up as Laura Croft from Tomb Raider this year. Okay, so you're copying me? Did that already? Um, I'm sorry. Did you, Was that your original idea or did you copy it from another girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. Stay silent. Thank you. <laughs> I think everything I said was solid advice. All right? That's it, everybody. Have a safe and sluty Halloween. Get those tricks. Get those treats. And remember the old adage. A hoe never gets cold, so suck it the fuck up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Ali came to town, and we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salude religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salude knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health
2: this spring break season with Taste Salud. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill.
0: Before we get into questions, I want to talk about one of the most frequently asked questions I get because it needs to be talked about thoroughly. It needs like some air time. Is paying for sex cheating? I fucking hate this question. And I think that's why I always avoid it. I avoid it because there's no simple answer mm-hmm. to it. But regardless, you know what? We're going to talk it out. And let me start with this question, okay? What the fuck is paying for sex? What are we talking about here? Are we talking about like going to a strip club and paying the stripper to fuck you in the back? Are we talking about paying for a girl you see on the street? Are we talking about a seeking arrangement situation? Are we talking about OnlyFans? You know, Mm -hmm. we need to get that clarified right away. I'm going to go ahead and discuss OnlyFans because I think that's the most common thing that we see written in. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, Alex? Okay. So, is him having an OnlyFans account cheating? First thing I want to say, cheating is subjective. Coming from a serial cheater. (laughs) Ooh, you know what, Alex? Yeah, I get that I used to be, maybe, but I'm reformed and just because I've cheated in the past doesn't mean I can't fucking talk about this. Thank you. But also thank you for bringing it up because I know a lot of people are probably thinking that, but I'm being dead serious. Cheating is different for everybody and I think we need to focus more on the relationship at hand because as I've gotten older... I have learned that relationships are so much more complex than whatever shitty rom-com you romanticized growing up. There are so many different types of arrangements and situations that honestly work for various types of people, okay? There are open relationships, there are closed, There, it's like a whole thing. For this discussion... I want to focus on just the traditional monogamous relationship, which sounds simple, but it's fucking not. There are a lot of complexities within that. I have said this before, and I really fucking hope at this point we are all on the same page about it. Watching porn is not cheating. I know I just fucking said cheating is different for everybody, but like watching porn is just not. It's fucking not. Everyone deserves their alone time and masturbation is healthy. Got it? Great. If you still have issues with this, I think you need to look within and figure that part out. But then we start getting past, you know, the standard incognito browser xvideos.com sesh and we've got things like OnlyFans. Yeah. And this is like what happens. And I know, Sleuths, you see in your boyfriend's search history a few OnlyFans links, and then you do some more digging, and you see it's the same girl over and over again. And this is where you start to drive yourself insane. It's like, okay, didn't I pay for our Chipotle the other day, Brad, when he fucking said he forgot his wallet? Yeah, okay, it's because he's giving all his money to throat goat Gabby from OnlyFans. (laughs) You drive yourself crazy. Alex, what do you think about your boyfriend subscribing to OnlyFans? I mean, I
1: definitely have subscribed to people on OnlyFans, so I can't say shit. Yeah. But I like it because I know I'm consuming porn ethically. Okay, can we back up? Who are you following on OnlyFans? That's not... (laughs) any of your business just you don't have to say his name but like what type of person could be someone you know could be someone you know personally but we don't have to get into that especially not right now on the microphone okay okay what platform is he big on
0: tiktok Okay. (laughs) okay yes alex back to the ethical part i agree with that because we support sex workers over here yes but let's be fucking real how many average joes are subscribing to OnlyFans because they want to be quote-unquote ethical. You know, after years of watching stepson gets fucked by stepmommy while husband is away for free.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I don't
0: don't think it's ethics. Hell no, it's not. Your boyfriend subscribed because he wanted to see that specific person, and that's the reality of it, in my opinion. I mean, it's fucking science. It's physics. It's basic. (laughs) It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. How else is your boyfriend seeing Stephanie from third period chemistry who he completely forgot existed? Because boom, one day her OnlyFans link dropped in his boys group chat and then the allure rises again. I think that's what gets people with OnlyFans. It's the allure that you wouldn't otherwise see this person in that sexual state. Yes, that's exactly. Right? I mean, that's what it is for you. That's why you have it, right? And it's also probably not Stephanie. It's probably like his favorite influencer who started an OnlyFans account. Mm -hmm. But regardless, I think it's... Sometimes it's hard for us to wrap our brain around it. Oh my God. Wait, Alex. Alex remember when we were in LA at that mansion working and we were like getting drunk and that guy brought down the laptop? We were in LA. Like the whole sweet Media uh-huh, team was uh-huh. there. And he brought down his laptop and was like, uh, hey guys, like, oh, he was on Chatterbait. Oh my God. Yes, that was wild. Oh my God, you guys. Chatterbait. Another, it's like a, another paid sex outlet. If you don't know what Chatterbeat is, I mean, the name is pretty self-explanatory, but it's a combo of chatting and masturbating. People live broadcast themselves from a webcam and they're either stripping, masturbating, like anything sexual. But the thing is, it's interactive. And that's what lured me in. And that's where I spent the rest of the fucking (laughs) night was sitting next to this guy on this laptop. You can tip the cam broadcaster, and ask them to perform anything of your choice. Yeah, it's crazy. So, oh my God. So during this chatterbait sesh, the guy was like, come ask this girl to do something and I'll tip her. (laughs) So as this girl is touching herself, masturbating, I had her say that she was team sloot. Emphasis on the slew. Dude, I swear she said team slut. And I was like, no, no, no. You got to tell her it's two O's. You got to tell her it's S L O O T. And she did it. And it was a $50 tip that we gave her. And it was kind of the funnest shit ever. And it did actually turn me on. Like, imagine the possibilities. I just bring this up because back to the question is paying for sex cheating? I don't think it is. What is the difference between chatterbait, OnlyFans, and a strip club? You can go to all these places and have a favorite girl and leave after, hands clean, and forget about it. Yeah. The only valid argument I believe exists with this God-forsaken debate is if someone starts with these little pleasures like OnlyFans, is that kind of—could that be a gateway drug can, you know what I mean? Can yeah. someone pay for online pussy one time and then spiral into a crazy obsession and then it's like he has hookers in his hotel room and then he's like fucking your best friend or whatever?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe, but getting lost in these semantics will fucking kill you. Yeah, literally anything can become an obsession or an addiction. Right, right. And we could debate this till we're blue in the face and there's no right answer, really. The only right thing here is the honesty factor. Mm-hmm. Same way he's upfront about going to the strip club with the boys Saturday night, he should absolutely be upfront about an OnlyFans subscription. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Thank you. So it's it's whatever you and your partner have established and that's the most important thing. You can ask All your fucking friends, what is cheating, what is not. But what you're really doing is just fishing for the answer that makes you feel best. It's called confirmation bias. Look Mm -hmm. it up. Just communicate with your partner. Find out what works for you guys and move the fuck on obviously, Brittany, who's still coping over her cheating ex from two years ago, is going to tell you your boyfriend is the worst person ever for having an OnlyFans because she wants you to be miserable with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, it's just you individually and your relationship. And if you don't want your partner paying for OnlyFans or whatever other bullshit, going on Chatterbait, asking her to do a backflip, <laughs> then you need to communicate that. And then if he disrespects it, that's when we ruin his life, honey. Okay, <laughs> that's when we key his car. That's when we fuck with him. The girl behind the screen or pole or whatever is never the issue. No. Figure out your own shit and your relationship, guys. No one knows it better than the people in it. Woo! Let's get into motherfucking questions
2: now. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada. When she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. Easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at the farmersdog.com slash podcast. That's the farmersdog.com slash podcast.
0: Question number one. And this was written in by a uh, straight male. Ooh. Okay, which we love to see. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sophia and Alex. I'm 24 and a single guy. I don't have an Instagram or TikTok, only Snapchat. I love my social life and don't feel like I have trouble meeting new people. Regardless, I feel like not being on Insta or TikTok puts me at a disadvantage with today's dating culture. Okay. Number one, This does not put you at a disadvantage. Absolutely fucking not. I have dated men who have no social media whatsoever. And it was like the sexiest, coolest thing to me. Yeah. I have also dated men with social media and not that that's a deal breaker. But then I start doing a deep dive and I see like their captions and their bios and how much time they spend on it. And then this dude tries to post a selfie of himself. And then I'm like, Fuck off. Uh, yeah. Not a disadvantage at all. Alex, what do you think? Um, I agree
1: with Sophia. I think it's honestly really fucking hot when guys don't have Instagrams. I don't know why. Like maybe makes them more mysterious or like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I know I spend like 10 fucking hours a day on Instagram. So the fact that they can use those 10 hours and put it towards something else, I think it's super hot. Yes. I do think though that like society these days, like it is easier to... Me and like date
0: people sort of
1: because there's this whole like sliding into people's dms thing yes not saying it works but you know it kind of does yeah like you are
0: missing out on that how many dates have you gone on from a guy sliding into your DMs? Like, have you, like, actually, like, gone on dates with dudes? Mm, to be honest, like, <laughs>
1: maybe, like, once or twice, but it really is—doesn't
0: really work, actually. You know? Like, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I remember, like, being on a dating app and this guy didn't have social media because it's weird. Usually, once you meet on the dating app, you're like, oh, I need to go stalk, like, his social yes. shit. It was like a little bit strange to me, but it wasn't going to, you know, deter me from like going on a date. Yes, I agree. So, I mean, as long as you have no problem sealing the deal in person with a girl and you have no problem hitting on a girl at the bar and meeting someone naturally, which a (laughs) lot of people do have a problem with, I don't really think it puts you at a disadvantage. Mm -mm. And also just make sure you have... A good reason ready to go, because you are gonna need to explain to this girl, like I don't use social media. Mm-hmm. It's already like could come off as a little creepy, like you're in the witness protection program, like on the run from the cops. So, like just be very confident in your answer. Like they're fucking personal data shit. Okay. Like that's why I don't use it. And then you're good. Okay, next. Hi, Sophia. I need your help. I cheated on my boyfriend and now feel super guilty. I was traveling, got super drunk, and gave this guy I had just met a blowjob. I woke up the next morning and I'm just sick with guilt. I don't know if I should tell my boyfriend or if I take it to the grave because it was one time and will never happen again. I'm afraid if I don't tell him, the guilt will eat me up. I guess if it happens again, then I tell him and the relationship obviously ends, but I am not ready to give up my relationship because of a drunken mistake. Do I tell him or do I take it to the grave? Sweetie, you're not telling him. I'm just letting you know right now you need to lock the key, throw away the key, zip up your mouth. You're not saying shit. People get mad at me. I don't really care. You talking about the guilt eating you up to a point you won't be able to handle it is kind of you being selfish. Like you made a mistake. Now you need to sit there, deal with the guilt because you telling him is not going to help or hurt. That's the thing with cheating is like her telling him is not, he's just never going to trust you or the relationship's going to end. You had a drunken mistake. Keep it to yourself.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm. I was going to say I disagree, which I still do kind of disagree, but you bring up the point that it's selfish for her. Like, the only reason why you're going to tell your boyfriend is because you don't want to feel guilty. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a lose-lose, baby girl. Like, you did that on yourself. You think she should tell him, though. Yeah, I mean, I agree because it would eat me alive, too. But I also think it's very, very unfair to my partner if I don't tell them. Whether it was drunk or not, I like to believe for some reason, I don't know why, that if you cheat when you're Drunk, like you probably didn't love this person to begin with if your mind even went there. Mm -hmm. I don't know how true that is because when you're drunk, I mean, when I'm drunk, I'm (laughs) not even in my body. But like, I mean, unless you're going to marry this person, like you might as well tell him because maybe it's a sign that like. You don't even want to be with him to begin with.
0: Okay. I think that you can still be totally head over heels in love with someone and have too much to drink and, you know, whatever. And some hooking up happens by accident. Okay. So let me ask you this then. If a guy did it to me, if he would need to confess, Uh I would rather he not tell me. Wow. I would rather he not tell me. If it was a one-time fuck-up, I don't want to know if he's continually doing it. Then it's like, yeah, let's talk. Interesting. Would I be upset if I got cheated on? I'd be very fucking upset. I'd break my heart. But that's just what I think. And just to make you feel better about the guilt part, this just recently happened. Every day that goes by, and I know this from experience, the guilt will become less and less and less. Sorry. <laughs> that's true. I know it's fucked up, but it's true. Okay.
1: Next question. Alex, can you take it away? Absolutely. I love your podcast so much. I've been going through a hard time, and your podcast makes me feel like I have someone to take my mind off things.
0: Thank you. I know. That's very sweet of her. I, know.
1: I am a longtime listener, and my only comment is that it is clinically proven that women are more likely to get an orgasm if they keep their socks on. Obviously, to each their own, of course, but I've been told that if your feet are warm, it keeps your central nervous system warmer and could allow your orgasm better.
0: Okay. So, first of all, I love that she says, I love your show so much, but, like, my only comment is, like, <laughs> if you keep the socks on, like, you're having a better o. Um, I have talked about this. I have thought about this. I can't think of a time that I kept my socks on and my orgasm was better.
1: Can you? I... I am team socks on during sex. Okay. I fucking love wearing my socks on during sex. I don't know why. I can't really say my orgasms have been better, but there's something about keeping my feet (laughs) cozy that just really gets me like, in the mood. In the mood? Or is it like a comfort thing? I think it's like a comfort thing. But I feel like maybe maybe because like I'm naked, I feel vulnerable. But for some reason, the fact that oh. my, my Hello Kitty socks are covering my feet, I'm like...
0: One less thing you have to like be insecure about, like laying there naked. Yeah, I don't know what feet. it is. Let me ask you this question. Okay. Is it the same if you're wearing little tiny ankle socks that barely cover your foot? versus a super fuzzy long sock okay well first
1: off I hope (laughs) no one listening wears those fucking god-awful ankle socks dude
0: you were just you were wearing like shoes that you couldn't show your socks with and then you decide to hook up with him I feel like I would hide those bad boys before I got in that bed because you
1: know those motherfuckers are flying off the second you put your feet in the covers (laughs) Am I doing it with knee highs? Yeah, if I'm trying to, like, role play and be hot or something, but not really. Like, it's genuinely just, like, some fucking normal-ass sock. So, okay, normal.
0: Okay, so they can be, like, your regular ankle sock that come in, like, a pack of 12. Exactly. It doesn't need to be, like, fuzzy, Christmassy ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I believe this. I mean, she said there's, like, been actual clinical research done that what did she say central nervous system is warmer to allow you to orgasm better i am actually going to try this and report back next week thank god i want everyone to hold me accountable i think everyone should do oh it, shit but my boyfriend's leaving alex will you do me the
2: honors? <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever i will try it and i will report back but I, I see how it could work okay next hey bitch I have a huge family, seven siblings. I don't even know how many cousins I have, but I am the only girl. All of my brothers and I love your podcast. So we decided to make a little game. Whenever we go to an event with our family, all the siblings have headphones in playing your podcast. But the catch is whenever you give sexual advice We have to do it, no matter what. Those fuckers always say they're going to win, but we all know I'm the number one slut out of all those man whores. Anyways, love you a lot, bitch. Excuse me? Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I love you for playing this game. I think that everyone should play this game. I think you and I should play I know, this I game. Think for sure. This Christmas. Absolutely. And let's hand out headphones to like the cool cousins and like I'm down. I just want to back up because she says she listens with her seven brothers and when I give sexual advice, they have to do it. Yes. Are you fucking your brothers when you're playing this game? Like what does that mean when you give sexual advice we have to do it? If that's the case, I don't want to respond to the question any further. (laughs) If that's not the case and it's just like, oh, we listen and then like we have to do it. Like you hurry and grab like your girlfriend or boyfriend and like suck their dick in the bathroom. That's a little bit different. Very interesting game. Or maybe she means like after the family dinner whatever then they all have to go out to the bars and find someone that they'll do the sex act slash advice with yes. I don't know Alex what's happening <laughs>
1: well when I read this I'm like okay so you guys are all at your grandma's house it's granny's birthday you're like okay you guys you know what time it is and you, you and your seven brothers sneak downstairs and like
0: what it's like a like a little incest gangbang. bang yeah. a little what's going on <laughs> here like, like damn and that's like quite the gangbang that'd be her and her six brothers only, running and train on her only
1: girl whoa okay girl like, well you don't have any girlfriends <laughs> you don't want to do something for girls night like it's got to be thanksgiving like
0: you don't have any girl cousins maybe like a half sibling sister you could do this <laughs> shit with oh girl I just the sluts. They're just they're too much. They always just went up me. Okay, next. Hey, Sophia. I love you and the new pod. Seriously, killing it. My question is about personalities matching in relationships. In your experience, what type of guy, personality wise, do you work best with? I see you as an outgoing girl. So does a more reserved guy work better in relationships for you? I'm a pretty shy girl, but I find that all the guys I'm attracted to are shy too, which just makes for a colossally awkward mess. I need your help. Do opposites really attract or am I just picking bad guys? Thank you, Sophia. Okay, so here's the thing. People are very dynamic and we're very complex. And I don't think there's such thing as do opposites attract? Like one person is just like off the grid, super outgoing party animal. And they're super attracted to one person who's like a bookworm and never leaves their house. I don't think it's as simple as that. I will say I have dated a lot of men that were similar to me in the aspect that we are outgoing, we like to have a good time, more outspoken, wild, and those have ended in disaster. And the guys that I've seen the relationship work best for me personally do tend to be maybe the more reserved guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's because we balance each other out, like the yin to my yang. Or if it's just that they happen to be more stable men (laughs) who are adults and are like normal. And not physically or mentally, emotionally
1: abusive. (laughs) That's like, that's the key, you know? I mean, Alex, what do you think? I think, I kind of, in a sense, do think that opposites attract, like maybe not exactly opposites. I do think that the guy that you usually end up being in a better relationship with is not the guy you would expect Mm. or look for in that case you know for example like say my type is well a skater boy with (laughs) hair as long as mine yes like that relationship probably wouldn't go that well as if I was to date you know I don't know like a finance guy who has a bridge
0: yeah I don't know yeah no I think that makes sense so maybe it's like you're attracted to people who are similar to you but that's might not make for the best relationship long term I think that it's more about do you guys balance each other in the ways that need to be balanced Mm -hmm. that's a good point you know like I am an extremely emotional person like catch me at 1 p.m I am like on cloud nine so happy Call me an hour later. I'm like, "Mm, I'm just like not feeling like that great with my life right now. Like I'm kind (laughs) of like sad. Like I'm just an emotional clusterfuck. So dating a guy that is just so calm, smooth sailing, Mm -hmm. never has that type of thing is good for me. Yeah. So I think in that way, yes, it works. But I mean, she's talking about she's shy and she likes guys that are also shy. I think that can still work. Just make sure maybe one of you... Is a little more outgoing. One of you can uh, call (laughs) and
1: make the order for pizza. Yes. You're not both terrified to like make an appointment.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, girl, I mean, you can go after the shy guy, but there's just certain elements in the relationship you should be able to balance each other.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, my God. That is it. Mercury is no longer in retrograde. I don't believe them. No. Because shit is still fucked up yes but that's it for this week i will talk to you next week alex where can they find you you can find me at alex Franco underscore meow where instagram, instagram tiktok tiktok all of it give me all of that and you can <laughs> find me sophia with an f franklin with a y please rate and review and subscribe to the show Ooh, did you hear me put my sexy voice on yeah. to ask that? Ooh. Whoa. Manipulation station. All right, guys. Bye.